0: Hi guys, welcome back to Bible Plus. Today we come to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, which to me is one of the most encouraging chapters in the entire Bible. Uh, We wanna take a look at that and see why. Okay, so when we come to this chapter, Paul is in this section, he's going into biographical detail on the ministers of the new covenant. It seems like almost, wait, Paul, as a minister, shouldn't you just minister to us? Like give us your teaching, give us your message? Kind of like preacher, just stick to preaching. Well, it's, it's not that cut and dry. Paul, he's, he's laboring with us, and he's, he's even giving us his biography to drive something home, and it's this. In the New Covenant, the ministers are the ministry. The messengers are the message. That's because the gospel we have, it's not merely that we'd just be forgiven sinners, but it's that we could be joined to God and Christ could be expressed through us. The new covenant ministry, it's not just for God to do something unilaterally among us, not even for God to do something miraculous among us, it's to do something in us so that God could do something through us. And it's to make us into persons who can live another kind of life, the life of the crucified, and resurrected Christ. Okay? Starting with verse one of this chapter, I love this. He says, therefore, having this ministry as we've been shown mercy, we do not lose heart. Why do we not lose heart? Why, why do we not lose motivation? Because this ministry, it's not to help us never have a bad day, be caught in a bad circumstance or experience or affliction. This ministry is that in those things, there's a treasure in us. The Christ who's been shined into our hearts, the crucified and resurrected Christ. And he's enabling us as the treasure in us, he's enabling us to manifest him in whatever situation, circumstance, or affliction we might ever find ourselves in. Okay, so looking at the first six verses of this chapter, these ministers, they behave themselves with one intention, to shine forth Christ. When this kind of person speaks about Christ to you, it's, it's not just a the teaching. There's, there's a shining there. The truth is manifested through them to your conscience, and maybe you're even inwardly convicted. It's not just the words, it's the shining. So this is what Jesus spoke of in Matthew five sixteen. He said, let your light shine before men. And what Paul spoke of in Philippians 2.15, among whom you shine as luminaries in the world. All right, listen to this. God shines in our hearts that we may shine on others so that they may have the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That is the knowledge of Christ who expresses and declares God. So in the first six verses, we're seeing the conduct, the behavior, of these ministers is to shine forth Christ. Verses seven through 18 for the rest of the chapter, we have this mysterious biographical uh, description with lots of the experience of the ministers. uh, Testimony, if you will. So Paul begins with verse seven. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not out of us. Okay, our vessel is earthen. It's subject to decay and corruption. It's, it's repurposed dirt, you know, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, etc. Worthless and fragile in and of itself. Uh, not eternal, but earthen. But, Paul says, but we have this treasure. So, but we can contain the priceless treasure of the universe. Think about that the priceless treasure of the universe that is eternal and incorruptible, the crucified and resurrected Christ. And by this treasure, there's an enabling factor to live another kind of life, a life that shines Christ, where the excellency of the power, it's out of God, like Paul says, and it's not out of us. How do you explain it? It's just, it's, it's God doing it, okay? Listen to this, this description in his testimony, starting in verse eight. We're pressed on every side, but we're not constricted. We're unable to find a way out, but not utterly without a way out. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Cast down, but not destroyed. I love this. In one translation, this can even be rendered. Knocked down, but not knocked out. <laughs> I always thought that would make a good t-shirt. Always bearing about. So what's going on in this? Is he, is he knocked down, or is he, but he's not knocked out? It's because, listen, verses 10 through 12, always bearing about in the body, the putting to death of Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. Yet for we who are alive, we're always being delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. Okay, here's the explanation of the paradox, how he could be going through such affliction, yet... Seemingly untouched by it, unfazed and manifesting the truth, the truth of the resurrected Christ. So then death operates in us, but life in you. We have this treasure of the crucified and resurrected Christ. And when we look and behold, spend time with this treasure, something happens. Christ's death operates in us. And our old, Adamic, and fallen man is put to death. And you know what the result is? If it was just <laughs> dying, dying in Adam, we all die, that would be sad. But dying in Christ, guess what? Christ resurrects. After death comes life. So Paul says, when death operates in us, life operates in you. That means he's being put to death by this power of the Spirit. And life, the resurrected Christ with his life, is being made manifest to all the believers and they're all receiving the benefit. Okay, listen to verse 16 through 18. Um, Therefore, we do not lose heart. There it is again, twice in this chapter. Therefore, we don't lose heart. Though our outer man is decaying, it's just, it's just decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day verse 17 and 18, for our momentary lightness of affliction works out for us. Did you know when, when, you're, when you're beholding this treasure in your earthen vessel, all the afflictions, they're momentary and they're light and they work for you. <laughs> Paul says his afflictions worked out for him. They were like his employee. They were working out for him more and more surpassingly, an eternal weight of glory. So the affliction was momentary, but the glory is eternal. The affliction was light, but the glory has a weight to it. You know, when we go through things, we want to gain more weight of glory. Verse 18 says, Because we do not regard the things which are seen. You know, the Lord wants to turn us again and again from all the seen things to what is not seen, or to this realm of faith. But the things which are not seen, so we regard the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This whole chapter is just worthy of our walking, taking a walk with the Lord or a drive and just sinking into these verses, sinking into the apostles' thought. This, this experience, we should, we should consider these, what kind of life it is he lived. And we, we have the enabling factor in us. That's the treasure. It's Jesus Christ who's been shining into us. Let me end with one last thing. So with such good news, when we don't have to lose heart, the enemy, of course, has schemes to derail us. And in chapter two, verse 11 of this chapter, he says, we're not ignorant of the schemes of the devil. So in verse four of chapter four, the God of this age, who is the devil, blinds the thoughts of the unbelievers so that the shining of the gospel of the glory of Christ would not shine on them. So we need to pray. That's why we need to pray to bind the blinder is for the unbelievers, but toward us, the believers, he wants to change our focus on our earthen and decaying vessel, on the things that are seen, like our circumstances, rather than the invisible, eternal things. So to all our listeners, may we uh, really enjoy this treasure we have in us uh, in chapter four that's enabling us to shine forth Christ and have a, this kind of biography and experience that Paul uh, is explaining. Uh, Thanks for tuning in today. Have a great day.